Welcome to the Backend Brain Podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring the latest innovative system solutions and technology trends so that your business operations and systems can function like a backend brain as brilliant as you are. I'm your host, Courtney Lazar, the founder and CEO of Systems Up, a team of professional systems champions and educators on a mission to prove that with the right tailored to them tools, systems, and automations can help entrepreneurs go big without breaking down. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Okay, everybody, welcome to another ClickUp case study episode. Today, we are joined by Amanda Rush, who is the founder and CEO of the Virtual Assistant Studio. So to start us off, before we dive into all things ClickUp and systems and tech and all that fun stuff, Amanda, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, your own story, your business, how you got started, so everybody can be filled in on your on your backstory. Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to just chat with you today. We were chatting beforehand, and it's just like nice to catch up. Um, I am obviously Amanda Rush Holmes. I'm the founder and CEO of the Virtual Assistant studio. We're a virtual assistant agency for bloggers and influencers. And then we have the education side of our business where we teach moms how to make full-time income on their own terms as a virtual assistant. And my business, we actually just had our three-year anniversary, which is Congratulations. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Like after you've surpassed that first year, you're like, we're still here. Like this is still going, you know? It's crazy. I mean, it's like, it feels like I've been running this business my whole life. So to think that like it's only been three years is sometimes yeah. wild, you know, um, seems like a lifetime ago that I was like in the corporate world. But I started my business like so many others during the pandemic. I was always drawn to the online business world. I just never really knew how to make it my own, if that makes sense. And when the world was shut down and I was at home with like my husband and our little toddler at our feet, that's really when I found my footing. And and yeah, that's kind of when it was born. And so we've just been building the business like one brick at a time from then. You know, we started out with our first hire and here we are three years later, we've got like 20 people on the team. And so it's just so beautiful to be able to like see it grow and flourish and change and all the things. Yeah, that's amazing. And also just to the education piece for moms to be able to have something, you know, kind of like we were talking about previous to, you know, starting recording this episode about moms having something that they're able to um, have either an outlet or feel like they're financially contributing in some way, which not that motherhood is not like the ultimate contribution to literally everything. <laughs> but like sometimes like, you know, you want some type of, um, you know, stimulation outside of, you know, being mom all the time. And and so I think it's amazing what you're doing with that, providing them an outlet to learn different ways to be able to work from home or um, if they are in a typical nine to five, be able to transition out of that to be able to spend more time with their kiddos. Because I know that's also a big thing that's, you know, really important to a lot of people too, is like, hey, how, do, how am I able to, you know, be home, make money, but still get to, you know, spend more time, like have better work-life balance, be more present. And so I love that you're doing that, um, you know, that side of your business as well, because it's so, so important to be able to provide those resources to people out there that maybe don't know that they're available to them. And so many of the people on our team are actually moms. And so I think that's what's so beautiful is a lot of times, you know, these big corporate businesses see motherhood or, you know, expanding your family in whatever capacity that looks like as a negative thing. So like, oh, yeah. you're take away from X, Y, and Z or the bottom line or whatever. And in all actuality, I have never seen somebody more productive than like a mom yep. during nap time. Like yep. we can get more done in like a two hour chunk of time than most people can get done in like an eight hour 
hour day at the office because they're distracted and they're like on Facebook and all these other things. Whereas like the moms are doing very intentional focused work and that's really what pushes the bottom line. So I think it's really cool too. Yeah. I literally just had this conversation yesterday with somebody about how like being a mom and a business owner at the same time has made me the most productive version of myself because you truly do. Like you've got windows of time that you have to dedicate to specific things and you don't have time to just like sit and scroll on your phone or do whatever. Like you've got to get stuff done or, you know, nap time's over. And that was your window of opportunity for the day. So I hundred percent agree. Like moms are the most efficient, efficient working people out there. Yes. It's funny because sometimes I'll talk to my own mom and she'll be like, Oh, did you see X, Y, and Z on the news? And I'm like, absolutely not. I do not have time to like scroll social media in that capacity. I'm like, I get on social media for my job and to make sure that like what we're posting is relevant and strategic. And then that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I don't have time. Like I haven't turned the TV on in three days. Like we don't know what the news is. Right. (laughs) Um, Well, it was, you know, we obviously, uh, we actually just had, it was your 60 day mark since we did your ClickUp setup very recently. So, so I guess to go ahead and get us started and kick up, kick us off is, you know, one of the things that was more interesting about your ClickUp setup that, um, you know, was not, isn't not atypical, but you were already using ClickUp. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes, or most of the time I'd say a lot of people haven't started using it yet, and we were completely migrating them from a different software or from you know something, you know like a Google spreadsheet even sometimes. Um, but you guys were already in there. You were starting to utilize it, um, but we're having some trouble getting solid systems set up within it that worked for team and client load. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious, what did you guys gain from your ClickUp setup that you weren't getting from ClickUp before? Like, how are you utilizing it now prior to um, our setup that we did with you guys? I think that us using it had some pros and cons because the pros were we already felt comfortable with the tool. And that's part of why we went with you guys because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like they're going to build on top of and also just make it so much better than what we already have. So I knew that from a team capacity, it would be an easier transition because it's not like I'm like, okay, you're using ClickUp and now you have to go to a whole new software and we're going to revamp everything. But personally, as a business leader, I knew that the tool itself had so many more opportunities to push the business forward that I just didn't have time to learn. Like I was like, I see all of these buttons and all these beautiful things. And I know that the potential is there. I just didn't like have time to sit down and be like, let me go be a ClickUp expert so that I can build what I need to build for the team. Right. So that's part of why I was like, okay, this is going to be a really beautiful match. And then I think the, the con is that because the girls kind of were using it the way that they were using it is that they were like, oh, wait, but we've always done it this way and now we're doing it this way. So there's a little bit of like unlearning if that makes sense of like, okay, we got to like pull back so that we can actually go forward even more. Yeah, that makes total sense. And, and, you know, that's going to be typical, I think with anybody, whether you're moving from a different setup, like you said, like you didn't have to learn a new software, but you did have to learn a different way of utilizing it compared to how you previously were. And a lot of the times when we have our clients that are migrating from a separate software, then we do have that change. And that is hard on team most of the time, right? Or it's just, it's a challenge. You know, change is not always easy. Um, and so, you know, we're going to have that on either side. So, um, but you feel like the team did a pretty good job as far as like they're they're feeling pretty good now, like they're in a good spot as far as how they're utilizing it compared to previously. Yeah, and I honestly am 
excited that they had to go through the change because I feel like it pushed them to think in a different way. So yeah. one of the things that we did, as you know, because obviously you did our ClickUp build out, is we streamlined a lot of the communication. So not only was it that they were thinking through how to use a different software, but they were also thinking through, okay, we're going to go through an entirely new process as far as communication goes that is inside of the platform. And I think that's part of where the adjustment came through. But I think it was so healthy for the team because it pushed them to think outside the box. And I think anytime that you're pushing the team to grow in a new capacity, it trickles over into other areas. So some of the girls came to me and they were like, hey, what do you think about this idea for this thing? Or what if we implemented this for this client based on like this other section of ClickUp that I saw? And I thought that was really cool because it encouraged them to have creativity around what we were building. So it wasn't just like, hey, this is my business and this is what we're going to do. And you're going to do what I say. It was like, okay, we're moving into this new space, but we need to make it work for us as a team. So if you have ideas or suggestions, like let me know and we also had the team do that throughout the process too so like you guys go through and do things in phases and so we were asking the team like is this working for you where's the hiccup like what part of this isn't working for you do we need to adjust it and I thought that was really helpful too yeah yeah I think making it a collaborative process is probably like one of the biggest key things to be doing during a setup just because obviously we don't want to come in and just build it out how we think it should be built out we want it to be collaborative because if you have something set up and you don't like how it's set up, then you're not going to utilize it. And it just defeats the purpose of having it. And you guys obviously have a process that you're used to using. So our due diligence is to give you guys those options. And then ultimately it boils down to you guys making that decision that's best for the team. So I love that you brought like the team in on that decision-making process because there are different things that you have to take into account as far as team and systems like different learning styles. Like Mm -hmm. for example, some some people may be more visual and need to see things on more of like a board view or some people maybe more like, hey, I like working from a checklist and I just want to check my things off. I don't need the visuals and they prefer the list view, right? So it's being able to take everybody into account. But what's great about ClickUp is you have the ability to you know, bounce between and set up different views depending on what the team is needing. So we're not just setting it up one way and saying, hey, this is how it is for everyone. You're able to manipulate it for how people are used to working and absorbing uh, learning styles. And I think the other piece about it, like what you kind of talked about, that trickle effect, what's so cool is they're seeing different ways for ClickUp to be set up. And that's giving you guys opportunity for evolving your setup down the line because you see these different features and how they can function and how you can utilize them. And it gives you guys ideas for how maybe if you roll something new out in the business, like, hey, we could similarly set this up, how this was done in ClickUp, we could tweak and do these things. And so it's kind of like empowering your team to be able to use the software to better and further evolve your business. 100%. I know like for me personally, I'm a visual person. So I love like a calendar view and to be able to see things as like an overview, but like my operations manager is the opposite. She's like, this is crazy. Like what are all these colors? Give me like my checklist. And so it's fun for us to like sort of play around in the different spaces. But as you were saying, like taking what you've built and then applying it to new pieces of the business, we were actually just doing that like a couple days ago. 
We've been streamlining our onboarding process for new hires and rolling out our internship program at the same time. And it's been really fun to be like, oh, let's take this from this piece and like implement it here. And I'll even catch the girls being like, oh, I'll create a Google Doc. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, let me create a space and click up. And I'm like, yes, that's amazing. (laughs) I love that. Um, And you guys have a pretty decent sized client load right now, right? Like approximately how many clients would you say you guys are working with? We have about 55 right now. So it's a good amount and it's spread between a couple of different departments. And I feel like I don't know if that's a lot or not a lot. I guess it depends on like what line of work you are. Um, But it's very manageable for us because, you know, we we work together as a team. So there's typically like multiple people on multiple accounts. But within that, there's like different sub categories of the business. So it's almost like there's like three businesses in one because there's like three different main departments. And so like inside of ClickUp, each of those different departments has like similar setups, but works for like that own process, which is so helpful just to streamline things. And then also just for like the department managers to be able to have like their own space, their own systems. Like it's not like they're trying to like fit the mold into like something else that doesn't really work. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, that was going to, that leads to my next question, which is really about your all's client management process, which was something that we had a big emphasis of focus on for you guys in your setup. So how do you feel like ClickUp has changed your ability to potentially take on more clients or how it's affected the role that you personally play or particular team members play in your client management process? So 55 is a very good, I mean, that's a great number of clients, right? And like, depending on the type of business, right? Some people have retainer style work where that, that number starts accruing, right? Like we've got a retainer, we continue to grow some client or some businesses are more uh, one and done projects where they cycle through, have a, you know, quicker turnover rate with their clients. And so being able to build that so that you guys could scale the capacity of your clients was something that was going to be really important. So do you want to kind of talk a little bit about that client management process? So prior to working with you guys, it was very difficult to onboard multiple clients at the same time because the process was so clunky. And it was really one of those things where like, if you're a business owner, you know this, like there'll be times in your business where you're like, I need to fix this. Like there is a more efficient way to do this, but you just keep doing it like the old way because you already know how to do it. And like, you're like, I, God forbid, I don't have enough time to create the system to make my life easier. I'm just going to like keep wasting time that's where we were at. And a lot of that was centered around me like pushing buttons and pushing people through. And we were creating, you know, unique processes for each person, even though like, let's be real, it wasn't that unique. And now pretty much like once somebody fills out the contact form online, all the way through onboarding, it's for the most part, pretty automated. There might be like one or two touch points where we customize it just based on what package they purchase. But again, it's all templated. So we went from being able to take on like one, maybe two clients per week if we were lucky, like, and we were really on it and assuming that everything else on the back end was like taken care of to kind of like infinity is probably a good way yeah. of putting it. Um, not like infinity, infinity. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, we couldn't take on like a thousand clients. The limit one. doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it, it's made it a lot easier to be able to onboard more effectively without having that cap. 
Exactly. And I think at the same time, it's elevated the client experience too, because there is so much more communication that's happening that's automated on the back end. Um, it's very clear as to what it is that they're going to get from us when they can expect communication, how communication will be received, what is required of them, what is required of us, like when are we getting started, what are the deadlines. And a big part of that was creating the dashboard section inside of ClickUp, which is like my favorite section ever. <laughs> I love dashboards. <laughs> um, I like the, they're the best. I like make my own like for myself and like yeah. tweak them and it's just amazing. But we have client facing dashboards in addition to like all of our internal stuff for our business. And I feel like that's been huge for clients as well. Just streamlining the entire process and giving them a hub where they can reach out if they have questions, submit requests, review content that's being created, look over analytics, like all of these things that are important if you're going to outsource as a business owner that might have gotten lost in like an email or you might be like, you know, like sending a text message on the fly or a boxer or a Slack. And like the communication was very much spread over the internet. And now it's in like one central hub, which makes us more effective too. And like, we're able to get back to people faster, which is awesome. Yeah. I think dashboards is honestly such a game changer for client experience in general, just because like you said, it's con it consolidates everything into one spot. Like there is no question about if they need something, need access to you, a resource, whatever it is, they know exactly where they need to go to go find it. It's in there. It's accessible. And it makes things a lot easier for the team to proactively step in if they need to, because everything, there's transparency across the board. Like they can see everything that they need to have access to. So for example, if a team member has to step out and somebody has to step in on the account for some reason, it's way easier to make a transition like that because they can see everything on the front end, what's going on with the client. And then in the back end, obviously they have the ability to see what's going on as well. So having those in place, I think is huge. And obviously like the, the world is your oyster in terms of how you can customize a dashboard. Like they are just like you were talking, you just, you create your own for yourself. I literally spent, I think probably an hour and a half on Monday creating like a home to-do's project dashboard <laughs> and click up for our own personal like life here. And it made a huge difference. Like my husband loved it because, you know, we were able to prioritize like all of our home projects by urgency and by bedroom. Like there's like, what is a purchase and what's just a project? Like there's all kinds of different ways you can do it. Like ClickUp does not just, you have to be within the realm of your business, right? Like you can build it for literally anything. Totally. And let me just say like when my like personal life is organized, it feels like my brain can like relax and like be more creative in my business, yes. if that makes sense. So 100%. And I definitely love, like you were talking about the transparency aspect because yeah, for our agency specifically, we work a little bit differently than the typical virtual assistant agency instead of being like, this is your virtual assistant and we just like facilitate that. They're really coming to us as content creators and you're assigned like a virtual assistant team. And so that means that you're having multiple experts on your team, copywriters, video, you know, all the things. Right. And having them be able to see direct feedback from the client, being able to immediately submit work once it's been internally checked off, like things like that are like little tiny things that eat up so much of our department managers and our operational teams time. Because before they would have to be like, okay, let me get the project from this person. And then let me go tell the client it's ready for review. And then the client says like, oh, here's some feedback. And then they have to like go back to the person and be like, here's the feedback. And then the 
the uh, team member had a question. And then it's like this like really long game of telephone that I'm like, okay, this is such a waste of time. If we can just like rethink how we're doing this, it kind of cuts out that middleman and it just makes it so much faster. And we're able to produce higher quality content at the same time. Sorry to interrupt the flow, but this will be real quick. So if you're looking for the perfect project management tool for your business and you have to go check out ClickUp, I manage every part of my business from within ClickUp, including launch management, client management, metrics, team, and much, much more. With a user-friendly desktop interface and a mobile app, I can also take ClickUp wherever I go. With ClickUp, you have a complete customization for your business hub and one platform as a centralized station for productivity. If you'd like to get started with ClickUp, all you have to do is click the link below in the show notes and sign up. Now back to the show. Yeah. And like you said, it's removing bottlenecks, increasing transparency. And that kind of like perfectly leads into my next question, which was about um, document and file storage, because that was another thing that, you know, we did was focus on all the important information. Documents were filed correctly, easily accessible to you, to the team, and were consolidated into one space. So how has consolidating and organizing that increased your team's efficiency or effectiveness in terms of supporting clients, supporting internally with maybe potentially moving that bottleneck so they're not having to go to a project manager or the ops manager and saying, hey, where's this file or I need this for a client or, you know, what is that kind of looking like for you guys now? That's such a good question. I think for us, the big hiccup was around file storage specifically related to our SOPs because there's so many specifications on platforms for clients. So like, yes, they may know how to use like these 10 platforms like a team member, but the way that this client uses this platform as opposed to client B uses the platform might be like slightly different, which sounds weird, but a lot of those things were questions that the team members would have like, hey, Amanda, or hey, operations person, like, where's this tutorial? Or what do I do for this? Or I have a question about this. And so there, there was a lot of like bottlenecking at the top where like our team members would be waiting on us to respond to give them the information so that they could then do their job for the client. And one of the ways that we streamline that is like taking everything out of Loom and like downloading all the videos and getting everything off of like a Google Drive, which is what most people use, which like yeah. we have a love-hate relationship with Google Drive anyways, because it's like organized yeah. chaos <laughs> yeah. and moving everything into ClickUp. And now we just have it as like a system. Like if we record a new tutorial on Loom, great. We immediately download it and like put it where it needs to go. And it's all internally linked inside of ClickUp so that if somebody's looking for it, they can easily find it. And there's not like this big question mark as like, who do I need to ask? Now I have to wait for them. And we've really fostered a more of like a solution finding environment, which I think empowers them to be able to like do their job. And they're not annoyed because they're like, oh, well, I have this one hour block of time to do what I need to do. But Amanda didn't get back to me because she was doing X, Y, and Z. And now like we're, you know, getting close to deadline or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And to just to echo on the Google Drive love-hate relationship, I think like we rarely use Google Drive at all anymore just because we've moved and migrated everything into ClickUp. But one of the biggest reasons too is because 
depending on the plan that you're on, actually, I would have to double check that because I would even, I'm not sure if the free plan includes this, but you have unlimited storage inside of ClickUp. Like yeah. you're not capped on the amount of things that you can have stored in there. Whereas in Google Drive, you are. And so, you know, with us, especially with like podcast files and larger graphics, like you guys, you know, you, do, you literally create graphics. So, you know, those are, that's, that eats up away at that storage really, really quickly. But like you said, it's, it's organized chaos and it's what I loved about ClickUp and why we migrated our files there was because it's so much more easily searchable and organizable in terms of like you can filter and group by so many different levels or hierarchies of organization. Kind of like I'll just use the example that I was just talking about with my the home to do's project that I was working on this week, you know, I was able to go in and group things by, okay, like what bedroom is this regarding in our home? Like this is for the home office or for the kitchen. Is this a purchase or a project? Is this um, my responsibility or my husband's responsibility? What is the urgency of this? And using tagging or filtering and grouping, like you're able to so easily organize, search, find, reorganize based on who better views something in a specific way. And that was one of the biggest reasons, you know, we migrated pretty much everything inside of ClickUp at this point, because it really is just more efficient and it removes, um, removes the bottleneck from the top, like you talked about. And, um, it makes it, it's a lot more searchable, not to say that Google drive isn't searchable, just depending on like, if you guys have a solid naming convention system in place, I but never find it's just anything. Yeah. I created this document like last week. Where is it? I don't know. Like it was yeah. a mess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I love, I love that you guys did that. And I'm so glad that you guys are seeing like that transformation for your team from like being solutions focused. I think that's so incredibly important. That's one thing that we really try to do on our team is, you know, when something comes up, that's whether an issue or something happens with a client or whatever it is, it's looking at it from like removing the emotion and what system can we put in place to make sure that this doesn't happen again, right? Like it's, it's looking at things from that perspective that I think really takes your business to a different level because it's just empowering you guys to continue to evolve um, and, and poke holes, right? Like that's, that's one thing that we love doing. Like, where is the hole in this? Like if we have an issue come up, like, yes, the issue sucks. And like maybe it wasn't an ideal scenario, but the silver lining is we found this hole in our system and we, we patched it and now it's, we know it's not going to happen again. Right. 100%. And I feel like it also just kind of gives me peace of mind to know like everything is set up and running how it's supposed to be running in the background. So if I've got like a busy day of meetings or I'm like off at the park chasing my kids around, I don't have to like stress out because like I know that the team has everything that they need to be able to do their job without me like holding their hand throughout the day and everything will be sent to me for review and I can pop in the click up when I have the time and I'm not constantly being like pinged and messaged and receiving emails, which can be overwhelming at times as a business owner, if you've ever experienced that, or even like internally, like our project manager, sometimes I would feel bad for them because I'd like see the floodgates. And I know that they're trying to work as work on a specific task or like doing something in the business that needs to get done, but they can't because they're like constantly getting like Slack messages and this sort of like streamlined that process. Mm -hmm. And it's like you said, when we have like something come up, like let's say something slipped through the cracks or like an error was made, which like happens, we're human. It's fine. Yeah, like they're all learning happens. experiences. It's so easy to be like, oh, well, like let's just set this in place or like add this task in or let's set this to reoccurring on these days and times to remind us to do X, Y, and Z. And then like it's done. And like we don't have to think about it again. 
Exactly. I love, yeah, I love that you guys are doing that. Um, and since you guys have made this migration, do you guys have access to 3.0 yet? Has your workspace been upgraded? Yes. You did. Okay. Isn't it great? It's so great. Um, yeah. All the new updates I think are just so cool and so fun. And I keep I getting like the little message to like add on AI and like, should I do this? I don't know. We'll see. Um, cool. You can do a free trial. So you should at least check it out because it's pretty cool. Like we've used obviously like chat GPT and stuff like that, yeah. just like testing different, but I like ClickUps because it's, it has a little more structure to like how it's giving you kind of like guidance on how to use AI depending on like, okay, this is customer service related or this is marketing related. And it gives you kind of examples. So anyways, before I, I don't want to dive too far into that, but definitely there's free trial available. So you should at least check it out. Okay. That's I'll check it out. Awesome. I, we try to be like early adopters of things because you know, you got to like stay ahead of the curve. But that yeah. was one thing that it feels like every platform is like, we have AI now. And I, I know, like, oh, I know. Like, how do we use this for like every platform? Yes. So I was like kind of hesitant because we of course use chat gpt for like you know we are in content creation so obviously we're using right. that platform yeah. but yeah i'll have to check it out i think it could be cool yeah I, especially for like you said like the customer service stuff and like some of the more like admin things i feel like you have to do them at, when you're running a business but like if there was a way to automate that i would be down for those yeah <laughs> totally so what would you say your favorite features uh in clickup are right now Oh, okay. That's, That's a hard question. Hard one. <laughs> Favorite features. Well, we already talked about the dashboard section, but I truly like have a very severe love relationship with yeah. dashboards. <laughs> um, oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, feature. That's a hard one. I sh I feel like I can, like go into my ClickUp and look and see what I I really love. Just I mean, it's gonna sound basic, but custom fields for me is Ooh. like such just because it really like completely alters how you can structure or manipulate any project inside of ClickUp. Like having the ability to do custom fields, I think takes it from just being project management to database management to spreadsheet to, you know, task me, like whatever it's going to look like, like you can manipulate it solely because of the custom fields. I really, really love custom fields. I also like custom fields and I didn't even think about that being a feature because it's just like so new. I know, it's like so Yeah, so it's like one of those exactly, things where you, like, yeah. you use it every day. So you're like, oh, I forgot yeah. about this. Um, but that is a big one because when we did our ClickUp build out, yes, we were thinking about, okay, client facing. And then we we're thinking about internally, like how do we streamline things with the team and their task load? But one of the biggest things was like me personally, as a business owner, like how do I put a lot of my workload into ClickUp as well? Yeah. And we use a ton of custom fields specifically around like goals and um, financials. And that's been huge for me because I love to have a really good pulse on not just like your overall PL, but like I'm talking about like in-depth, like cash flow specifically because we're an agency and the, the money yes. comes in from like 20 different directions at all different times of the month. And then of course, like as a business, you know, you've got expenses going out and our structure as far as our team is a little bit different because we, we have employees and then we have contractors and then we have subcontractors. And so there's just a lot of moving parts that a lot of that like existed in my brain or like 
Google spreadsheets and yes. that's fine. And it has like its time and place, but we were able to use like the custom fields and then also connecting ClickUp with use utilizing Zapier to connect it with some of our like payment processors. Yep. And like we use HoneyBook as far as our CRM goes for onboarding clients. And so having the two of them talk to each other and then pull that information into ClickUp automatically. And then like we were talking about with like recurring tasks, like remembering to like update the custom fields every month and stuff like that keeps everything really streamlined and I'm able to like pop in look at stuff at at a glance and then make very strategic informed decisions to be able to say like okay based on what is happening here we might need to look at hiring somebody in the next three months or we can actually go ahead and invest in that thing that we have been wanting to invest in or um let's look at profitability in this specific department. Like how can we increase that? Or this department's doing amazing. Like let's celebrate that. And like those more strategic things that as you get further into business are take up more of your job than the creativity than you realize, but are very important. And so I think for me, that would probably be like my favorite. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say when you talked about, you know, not just looking at your P&L, but as an agency, like it is so incredibly important to pay attention to profitability and like where like income's coming in, but where, you know, how are we as a, as a team, where are hours going? How are we charging enough for our packages? You know, that's one thing that we constantly have to keep a pulse on, on our end as well. And that we have dashboards built out is making sure like, okay, for this setup, you know, we're, we're really paying attention to time tracking. Okay. For phase one, we executed this many hours, phase two, this many, we have to pull averages, making sure that we're paying attention to, okay, on average, we're assuming that it's going to take us this amount of time. We're priced at this, you know, our expenses are this, what is our profitability and making sure that we continue to stay within a a certain profit margin Mm -hmm. to be able to continue to grow and to hire so that we can continue to take on additional clients down the line. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, Having a pulse on those things is so important, but I, that's why I love having that in ClickUp because it's not something that you're having to scrape for. Like you're not having to go, oh, I'm going to go look here and this, and I, now I got to do some quick math and pull this into a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. It's done. Like you set it up the first time and maybe making tweaks and adjustments or like recurring tasks to update things once in a while. But like for the most part, you have a beautiful color-coded dashboard with every chart that you could possibly need to track those things to make it so much easier and honestly fun for me to go in and look at that stuff. Right. I have like peace of mind when I like look at the numbers every single day and know exactly where we're at, even if they're not changing every day, just to kind of pop in there and be like, okay, this is where we're at this week. This is what's going on. This is what's happening this month. We're in line. We're not in line. And like you were talking about specifically because of agencies, it's a complex model. I feel like it's a little bit easier per se for people that's like selling a digital course and it's like okay the product is this much it takes about x amount of hours to maintain customer service like that's a much easier model than when you're talking about like hours and content creation and how many rounds of edits are we gonna have and like there's a lot of variables even like reviewing client feedback like that's even something that you have to take like running an agency is not for the faint of heart but when you have stuff like this in place it does make it like astronomically easier yeah it just kind of like alleviates the stress i think a little bit yeah. and like allows you to have clarity around the whole picture because there is yeah. definitely like especially as 
I feel like a lot of times people don't realize that like growth is amazing, but like you also have to plan for that financially because like growth requires a certain level of investment because it's not like you're just going to like grow and take on clients, but like your expenses Mm -hmm. are going to stay the same and your payroll is going to stay the same. Like that obviously is not the case. So you kind of have to like project like what you were talking about. But one thing that I feel like our ClickUp has allowed me to do is streamline things within our business and also rethink our offers and like you were talking about, even our pricing too, and making sure that we are priced appropriately for not just like the amount of hours that it takes to complete the project itself, but like building in all of those extra costs that come with running a business. And so I think that's been really helpful too and helped like increase the bottom line. Yeah, I love that. I just I I loved your all setup just because too, like you said before we even got on the on this, you know, call was that you are also very type A. And so it's fun because that also does make this a more even more collaborative a project because you guys had a lot of feedback to give or like input on your processes or you already had like really pretty good processes in place as it was. And it was just like fine tuning and making even like refining. And so that like for us is really fun because like then we, it's kind of like bouncing off of each other's brains at that point in time. And it just makes the project even better. So I'm so happy to hear everything's going well. And last question before we wrap up was what was your favorite part about working with the team? Oh, gosh. Well, I think you guys do a really good job of staying in communication and also customizing your process. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I would assume that a lot of people would think like you're basically cookie cuttering it for every single client. Like every client's going to get like a version of a template. And that's absolutely not the case. I think one of my favorite parts about working with you guys is how collaborative the process was and how, like you mentioned, how we would bounce ideas off of each other, but really think through like, how are we going to utilize this for our business specifically? And and a lot of times you and the team would give us like two or three options. Be like, okay, you asked for this, but we also gave you this other option. Like which one do you like better? And I felt like that was helpful for me because sometimes I would look at it and be like, gosh, both of these are so good. But it wasn't until I actually started utilizing like that specific space that I was like, okay, option A is going to work a little bit better based on my brain and how the business is operating. But option B might actually work for this thing over here. And, and so I thought that was really fun and really cool. And also just overall, like how organized things were. <laughs> like, I love to be able to know, like, we're in phase one, guys. And like, I would like tell the yeah. team and we'd be like celebrating or, you know, we got our feedback or this is the new space or whatever. So it was just like a fun process too. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. It's, I think for for us too, like one of our favorite parts, we get so invested like in our clients' business, like even just like, you know, hopping on today and like figuring out like, hey, how you guys, how has the business grown? Like, what's it looking like now? Like we're so personally invested in like how everything is structured and set up. So I really appreciate you saying that about the custom, you know, how we're customizing it and, you know, the, ost- the options. Um, because that's another thing is like when people come in to click up, they don't know what they don't know. Right. And so for us, like that's one of the biggest things are doing our due diligence is making sure that we're providing, Hey, you have option a, B and C, like we can even tweak and customize these or make a hybrid of a and B or B and C, you know, whatever you guys are liking, but we have to be able to provide those. And sometimes like, and I can understand where maybe that would be overwhelming. Like, Oh my gosh, there's so many options, but it's like, we have to make sure that we're providing those in order to successfully serve and do our due diligence to the client so that they are aware of what is possible so that they have they can choose the best option for how they're working and utilizing it inside of their business kind of like what you said it wasn't 
an easy decision to make until you started to kind of like play around with it and see how it functions for your all's workflow. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun too, to be able to have that visual. So like we would talk through things or we would message back and forth and then you guys would actually build it out. And so I would be able to physically see like, okay, the space come to life. Now let's like play with it, tweak it. What happens if we do this? Can we add this in? And so I thought that whole process was just really fun. Awesome. I love that. Well, Thank you so much, Amanda. Like it's been so awesome, obviously, like chatting with you today. Um, and if anybody is interested in working with your agency, um, how do they get in touch with you? What what are your all's offers? Are you promoting anything right now? Um, how would they get in touch? Great question. So you can head on over to the virtualassistantstudio.com. Um, our offers we offer content creation for bloggers and influencers. So blogs, emails, YouTube's, reels, you name it, we're probably doing it. Awesome. And for, for everybody listening, we will make sure and link um, everything in the show notes so you guys have quick and easy access to it. Um, but again, like I said, Amanda, it's been so great chatting with you. Thank and you. we are going to go ahead and roll into our fun little rapid fire questions to wrap up right. our episode. So are you ready for your questions? Let's do it. Okay. Um, what? This is such a hard question. What is your favorite TV show? Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we're like if, top two or three. Like, if, if we can. go to the ones that I watch on repeat, like shamelessly, it would probably be a tie between Friends and Gilmore Girls. Okay, I know so you're like, gonna say Friends. <laughs> I feel like everybody consistently answers Friends for this. Like, it is just such. I feel like it's almost like uh, our generation's safety blanket. Like, yes. we grew up watching Friends, and so it's like we have this like sentimental attachment to it. So it's like I feel like I always have Friends on in the background because it's just like I know Friends. Like, I've seen every episode a million times. It like still makes you like, laugh. Yeah, yeah, it did feel exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But then like if it's like okay. fall and I'm like, oh, I need to like watch TV and like drink a warm cup of coffee. I'll put on like Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, what is your favorite meal? Oh, pasta, hands down. Give me like a giant <laughs> bowl of carbs. That is my happy All place. Those. Yes. <laughs> Have you been to Italy? No, but it is the top of my bucket. Okay, I was going to say, like, that needs to be at the top of your list then. Like, yes. go my have, like, the freshest pasta. <laughs> yes. I just want to go there and I just want to eat and, like, eat some more. I want to That's pasta. the best part about traveling anyways. Like, the yeah. food, hands down. Like, give me the bread. Give me the cheese. I'll take a nice <laughs> glass of wine. I really don't even drink. So, but I would drink there. I would be like, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Um, well, I was going to ask, what's your dream travel location? So maybe that answers that question. Yes, definitely that? Italy, but also I really am excited to go to Greece. We were supposed to go oh, yeah. like right before the pandemic hit and then our, we canceled our trip and then we ended up like having a baby and like life happened, but it's still on the docket. Like I'm like, one day we're yeah. going to make it there. <laughs> we were, we, we were going to do um, Norway for our honeymoon. Like that's been at the top of our list for forever. My husband, I don't know if you've heard of the TV show Vikings, but he obsessed with that show and just like Viking culture. And he's like, we have to go to Norway and like wants to go so bad. And, but same thing, life happened, kiddos happened, bought a hat all that fun stuff. So it's been kind of like benched a little bit. So we'll get there eventually, but it's just not as soon as we thought. Yes. I know we're like torn because we're like, we really want to go, but like, do we take the kids? But then do we, yeah. So we're just like, I know it's (laughs) such a hard, like we leave the kids. Do we take them? 
Uh, it's experience either way, but it, I would have, ugh, I don't know. It'd be hard for me to leave the kids for that long. I know. I, I haven't yet. No, so. I haven't either. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we might need to bring like one of our parents to come with us mm-hmm. wherever we go if we take yeah. the kids, like there a third reinforcement, you know? <laughs> um, okay. And then last question, when you're not working, uh, how do you like to spend your time? Oh my gosh. Well, Although you may not be able to tell, I am very girly, but I love to be like outside. I'm like, can you like go in the woods and go hiking and like just get dirty or like go to the park? Like that's like our favorite thing to do is like run around. So probably hang out outside. Yeah. We love to be outside. We're in Florida though right now. So it's so humid and the mosquitoes right now are literally awful. You know, Amazon Prime Day has been at the time of this recording the past two days. And I've had my eye on this, like it's this mosquito, I don't know, something apparently amazing, mosquito zapping machine. (laughs) And it's been like on major sale for Amazon and I bought it yesterday and I'm so excited for it to get here. So I don't have to like douse myself in like itch stuff every time I come in from outside. Yes. Do you guys have those citronella bracelets? We put them on our kids. I don't, but I found the stickers. There's, I found a, there's citronella stickers. Yes, and so I stuck, I stick them on the back of my son's t-shirt um, so he doesn't see it because he'll just want to pull it right off. But Yes. Um, I like I've slap them on the stroller. I put them on like yeah. the bag. It's weird, but I'm like, we're putting these everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we're sticking, putting stickers on everything. So yeah, we're big outdoorsy people too. Maybe someday we'll move somewhere where we feel like we can enjoy the outdoors a little bit more. Um, but for now... You know, we're stuck in you know swampy area. Yeah, Florida. that's okay. We're right next to it. We're in Georgia, so we're basically yeah. But yeah. yeah, it is hot, and the winter yeah. was not cold enough to kill off the mosquitoes. So. No, it was not. Well, um, that was my last question. So, like I said, Amanda, it was so great chatting with you today. Um, for everyone listening, like I said, everything is going to be linked in the show notes. Um, and that's really it. So, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Thank it was you. So great having it was you. So great to chat with you too. I'm glad we got to catch up. Yeah, same. Okay. Well, everybody, um, we will see you guys on next week's episode. If you have questions for Amanda, make sure to find her on her website or on Instagram and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Back End Brain Podcast. If you have a minute, share what you heard with a friend, leave us a review or DM us on Instagram to let us know what you want to hear next. Don't forget to join us next week as we continue to dig into the world of business systems and tech.